October 31st. Big Plans for a Small House. Haggai, Chapter 2. We have rounded the last turn and are in the home stretch of this online meditation series, moving through the Old Testament to look at the individuals and important supporting players found in the genealogy of Jesus Christ from Matthew, Chapter 1. The final person from the genealogy to be mentioned in the Old Testament, Zerubbabel, is found here, and soon we will be looking at a series of prophecies given through his contemporaries, the prophets Haggai, Daniel, and Zechariah. Some of these prophecies will point to the coming of the Messiah, Jesus Christ, who will be born of Mary some 500 years after these are written. Others will cover the global events surrounding Christ's second coming, which is yet to occur, but could easily happen within our lifetime. It is a blessing to be aware of what God has had to say about our future, reinforced by a review of what he has accurately foretold in the past. After these prophecies, we'll cover some events from the latter days of the Medo-Persian Empire, then close our study with the short book of Malachi and some of its direct application in the New Testament. After Malachi, the word of God in the Old Testament would go silent for 400 years until the birth of Christ. Returning to the book of Haggai, that author and prophet joined Governor Zerubbabel and High Priest Joshua in returning to and living in Jerusalem near the end of Daniel's life. God would use Haggai to get the reconstruction of the temple in Jerusalem started again after a long hiatus, and the rebuilding was completed a few years later. God then used Haggai to prophesy far into the future, highlighting the heavenly significance of the new temple. It was not so much the physical building itself, which was of a much humbler nature than the original one built by King Solomon. Instead, it was the fact that there was once again a house for God's presence on earth built upon the exact location the Lord had chosen. This spot has eternal significance. It was here where Abraham was directed to bring his only beloved son, Isaac, to sacrifice him to the Lord. God, of course, prevented it from happening, providing a ram instead, but Perhaps Abraham's willingness to obey played some role in our Heavenly Father's willingness to go forward with the crucifixion and resurrection of His only begotten and beloved Son, Jesus Christ. Jesus' sacrifice on the cross would take place to the north of the temple altar as prescribed by the law given to Moses. As God had told Abraham, reading from Genesis 22, the angel of Adonai called to Abraham a second time from heaven and said, By myself I swear it is a declaration of Adonai. Because you have done this thing, and you did not withhold your son, your only son, I will richly bless you, and bountifully multiply your seed like the stars of heaven, and like the sand that is on the seashore, and your seed will possess the gates of his enemies. In your seed all the nations of the earth will be blessed, because you obeyed my voice. Genesis 22, verses 15 to 18, Tree of Life Version. All nations on earth are being blessed today by the abundant grace and mercy that flows from the sacrifice of Jesus, the seed of Abraham, given for the forgiveness of our sins. In him, all believers may enjoy an eternal life in the presence of the Lord. Christ and his coming kingdom will be a major focus of the prophecies from Medo-Persian times. We'll start with the ones from the prophet Haggai, first shared with the returned exiles in Judah. Reading from Haggai 2. On the 21st day of the seventh month, the word of Adonai came through Haggai the prophet. Speak now, Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, governor of Judah, and the son, and Joshua, the son of Jehoshadak, Kohen Gadol, or high priest, and to the remnant of the people. For thus says Adonai Shvat, which means the Lord of hosts in Hebrew. 
In just a little while, I'll shake the heavens and the earth, the sea and the dry land, and I will shake all the nations. The treasures of all the nations will come, and I will fill this house with glory, says Adonai Shriot. The silver is mine and the gold is mine. It is a declaration of Adonai Shriot. The glory of this latter house will be greater than the former, says Adonai Shriot. In this place I will grant shalom, or peace. It is a declaration of Adonai Shriot. Haggai 2. Verses 1 and 6 through 9, Tree of Life version. So, Kohen Gadol, Gadol means high priest, Abdenashvat means the Lord of hosts, and Shalom means peace and wellness of body, mind, and spirit. God had and still has big plans for his house in Jerusalem. Just as with Abraham's willingness to obey God with Isaac, the temple reconstruction by their turning exiles demonstrated a willingness to obey God and participate in his boundless works and wonders. It will be an amazing journey to experience his big plans as we seek to follow the Lord. Reflection. If we are willing to take a small step of faith with God, he is willing to take a giant leap for us. Like the boy who brought five loaves and two fishes to Jesus, who then multiplied them to feed over 5,000 men plus women and children, he will do the same with our humble offerings made according to his will. Let us pray, Lord. Multiply our mustard seed of faith to allow us to journey with you and to experience your awesome wonder. Give us a glimpse behind the heavenly curtain to see who you really are, so active all around us for the benefit of all people, your beloved creation. Help us to join you in your work, to experience your glory, and to love others as you do. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. And have a blessed and beautiful day walking with the Lord today.